I am so excited to be here. Welcome to Sprinkles with a Z at the end. My name is Timmy V, and I'm here. I'm back. Um, thank you to Madge uh, Safranco for hosting this last episode. She's fabulous. We love her. Um, and she did a fabulous job. And I am so excited to be back. Life has been super busy. Um, but I had to sneak in here and get an episode out because there have been so many great shows. And unfortunately, I've whizzed through so many great shows. Um, but there are so many to recommend. So I'm just going to shout out, throw them out, share. Um, this is going to be a cornucopia show. This is going to be a kitchen sink kind of show. And there's no theme. It's just fabulous shows. It's just fabulous. Just think of caramel and marshmallow and cherries. Jubilee. And think of ribbons and bows and puppy dog toes and um, little kitty cat paws and whiskers. And think of sprinkles and glitter and glamour and sparkles. And think of pink chiffon and little um, jewels and gemstones and those neat little secret passageways in your house that lead to incredible sunshiny greenhouses with plants and and tropical uh, flowers and think of everything Bed Bath & Beyond or maybe not that but maybe that, but maybe Bath and Body Works, some lotions and salves and creams and spritzes and sprays and this is and that's and um, maybe some chocolates and some um, some sodas with cherry flavorings in them and, and some of those Hostess fruit pies like cherry, especially cherry, if you notice that's my favorite flavor. Um, think of like Barbies and think of He-Man and, and Skeletors and think of 80s cartoons and all the fabulous, I mean I could go on and on and on, I am going on and on and I'm sorry about it but I had to. It is that kind of thing. You know why it's so fabulous, ladies and gentlemen? It's because it's springtime in this hemisphere. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Spring has sprung. It is occurring. The, there's a saw daffodils today. For Scythia, almost in bloom. It is time to celebrate the exit of winter and the return of the warmth and the joy and the sunshine and the vitamin D that we all desperately need. So, I'm here to celebrate. I'm here to give you the shows of shows, the recommendations of Dations. Um, I'm here to give you some tasty treats that you're going to say, OMG, I forgot how delicious life was. Thank you, Timmy B. And I'm going to say, you are very welcome. And can I say, if any of you all love this show, if you do, please consider rating us on whatever streaming platform you listen to us on. Um, if you don't like the show, you don't have to rate it. Um, if you, and just, yeah, I do this for you guys. So if I get good ratings, that means to me that I'm doing the right things. I'm not doing the wrong things. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not a bad podcaster. Um, I'm just trying to bring you joy, ladies and gentlemen. And no, we do not have any sponsors. All of the things I mentioned on here are things that I love and want to share with you. Um, I love it. You uh, Maybe someday I'll be like Rosie O'Donnell where she, remember her talk show, she would talk about like Twinkies and stuff and then hostess would send her Twinkies and ding-dongs and ho-hos and all that stuff. So maybe someday I will get like White Castle to send me delicious treats or hostess or Little Debbie or any of those places. I would readily accept them. Um... Anyway, gang, so I'm going to throw a little music interlude here, and then we're going to get right back into it with the recommendations for the streaming services. Thank you. Buckle up. Enjoy the show. (laughs) 
you are running this newspaper into the ground. Well, it's my newspaper. I can do what I want. Don't you want excellence in journalism? I'd rather sell papers. How can this even be? I'm sorry, that music totally got me into thinking it's like this was some 80s movie starring Richard Gere as this guy who owns this newspaper business and then this upstart journalist played by any 80s actress that's fabulous. Um, who was the one with Harrison Ford who's from Kentucky in the one with the, sp- the outer space one, not Star Wars, but the other one where there's clones? Uh... Mm, uh, I love that movie. What is it called? They just had the sequel to it. Uh, mm, Googling. Okay, thank you, Google. So it was Blade Runner, and I knew that. And it was Sean Young, and I knew that too. She's fabulous. So picture them in that, like, in some tall New York high-rise. And, like, she ends up convincing him to, like, have better, like, articles. And then they get the Pulitzer Prize or something, and they fall in love and they get married. The 80s and her secretary is placed, is, is placed. How about played by Alice Bees? Oh, it's Elise. Gosh. Okay, I can't get this right. It's Alice Beasley. And I had to Google that and I still messed it up. She was the secretary on Moonlighting. Love her. I'm not even supposed to be talking about this. I am supposed to be talking about an HBO Max original. Station Eleven. And let me tell you what, my brother, one of my two brothers, recommended this show. He rarely, if ever, recommends a TV show. And I said, oh, what's it about? And he said, oh, it's about a pandemic. And I stopped him right there and I said, I'm not going to watch this show. There's no way. I've been traumatized by this pandemic. There's no way I'm going to watch a show about a pandemic. And he said, no, 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 no. He said, it's really good. You will love it. And I said, I will love it. And he said, and I said... (laughs) Then I was like, so is it about zombies? Because everything's about zombies now. It's like about the apocalypse and zombies. And he said, no, there's no zombies. And I said, oh, well, okay. So I said to myself, I'll watch one episode. Guess what? I watched one episode. And I was sucked in so bad. One episode did it. And it was I was just like over the moon with the show. It is amazing. And it is based off of a novel by the same name by a Canadian writer by the name of Emily St. John Mandel, which is a cute name. Um, so, And there's 10 episodes, and they're very long. So this is a good recommendation because you can just dive in there. And, and, and it is very heavy. So I'm going to say a couple of things about the show right off the bat. So there is, so it's definitely heavy. So I'd recommend watching it in spurts um, and then watching a comedy after. Um and I have a couple of like a couple of recommendations of shows to watch after this one, but um, that you can watch literally like after an episode of this one. But it's heavy. There's death. There's some murder. Um, it's a heavy show. So number one, it's heavy. It is on HBO, so there is some stuff. It's not like the usual HBO level of violence, but it's intense. It's definitely intense. So if you have any sensitivities, this is not the show for you. Um, the almost said the staff the staff of station 11 how about the what are they the (laughs) the the cast they're the cast the cast of station 11 i'm going to start off with Mackenzie davis who is i would say probably the main character of kirsten 
and she is stunning. I kept watching it, and I was like, I know this actress from somewhere. And to be honest, I had to Google it because I couldn't figure it out because she plays such a different character. But she was in The Happiest Season, which is that cutie-patootie LGBT um, holiday movie, not from this most recent holiday season, but from last year or two years ago, I guess now, um, with um, David... uh, (laughs) David from Schitt's Creek, uh, played by the beloved... Dan Levy. Dan Levy. It's probably Dan Levy. I always say Dan Levy. It's Dan Levy. It's Dan Levy. Because his dad's name's Eugene Levy. It's Levy. Dan Levy. I should know that. I love him so much. But anyway, so Mackenzie Davis is fantastic in this. She's just amazing. It's just breathtaking performance. Hamish Patel, amazing. Um, he. I don't think I've seen him before. Um... He was just fantastic. Like, heartbreaking performances by him. And Matilda Lawler, who is this young, the young Kirsten. Oh, my gosh. And kid actors. I mean, I love kid actors just because I love human beings. But, you know, sometimes kid actors, mm, mm. But this this young woman is a true actress. Like, ugh. Oh my gosh! Like this, this, this show right here is gonna break your heart in so many ways. Um, and can I say, Lori Petty from Tank Girl is in this, and she is divine, fabulous in this. Uh, the cast it just goes on and on and on. I mean, there are just so many fabulous. Um, Danielle Deadwile, um, stunning, 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 stunning. Gail Garcia Bernal. Fabulous as always. It could go, I could go on and on and on, but I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do it. And I'm not gonna really tell you very much about this, other than it is about a pandemic, not this pandemic, another pandemic, and like how the world shifts completely. And there's really an interesting um, theme and thread of Shakespeare in this. Um, and I am. I mean, I hate to admit this. Um, I love the idea of Shakespeare, and I appreciate what he has given, um, or they, depending on who you think Shakespeare is or was. Um, there's a theory that it was several people who wrote under one name of Shakespeare. But anyway, uh, regardless, um, the the social ad- additions, <laughs> the social additions that uh, Shakespeare gave us are tremendous, but. Um, yeah, so I am not the biggest Shakespeare fan, let me just say that, in the sense that it's not like I'm against Shakespeare or anything, but, like, if I have a go-to, it's not going to be Shakespeare. Like, if the local playhouse is having anything, if it's Shakespeare, I'm always kind of like, oh. Not to put it, I mean, I know everyone loves Shakespeare. I'm probably the only person who's like, uh, can we watch something else? But anyway, but there's definitely a, a thread of that in this. So if you have any affinity for Shakespeare, you're going to particularly love it. The thing I love about this particular show is the creativity and the ingenuity in it. It is so unique. You you have no idea where things are going to go. You have no idea. But it is such an adventure. Um, it is a tragedy in several ways. I know I'm probably not selling this, but it is so beautiful um, in so many ways. So I cannot recommend this enough. I'm grateful to my brother. I have recommended this show to so many people, and now I'm sharing it with you guys. Um, it is incredible. So this is on HBO Max, Station Eleven, spelled out E L E V E N, Station Eleven. 
and I don't want to tell you really anything else about it because that was one of the fun things about this because it was so different. And I was like, what is going to happen next? And I don't think I ever guessed correctly um, what was going to happen next. It, it It is fantastic. So I'm going to heartily, 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 all the heartlies, all those things, hearts, hardly, I guess it's heartily, heartily, I'm heartily recommending this show. It is um, incredible. So HBO Max, do it, Station 11. I'll be right back. You have now entered Sprinkles with a C at the end. So, okay. So we have another HBO Max original. I don't know what it is, but HBO Max is winning. It's winning. They are putting shows out there that are not gory and violent, and I'm loving it. And because they're such high-quality shows, and they don't have the gore and the violence, and I applaud the lack of gore and violence. Bravo, HBO Max. Max, 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 Max. So this show is what I would call a dramedy, and I really can't stand that word, but that's kind of what it is. It's a comedy with serious things in it, or it's serious things with a comedy in it. I would, I think it's more of a comedy. I would, I would say this is more of a comedy, but there's definitely serious things in it. Um, so it's called Somebody Somewhere, and I'm having to look at it right now to make sure that is the name of it, and it is. Because I've been calling it somebody sometime or <laughs> or some ridiculous like combination of some, some. So it's somebody somewhere. And it stars comedian and singer uh, Bridget Everett. And I've not seen her stand up before, but apparently she was in a show called Camping, which I have not seen. And I may have seen a trailer for it, but I don't know. I don't remember. So anyway, she is um, the lead actress. And she is so great. She is so real in this. Like, you just completely buy her character. And so, all of the characters in this show are flawed in some way. And not in, like, I guess, I I hate to use the word flawed, because I guess what I should say is that every character is human. Uh, Very human. And... But the acting, oh my gosh, it's so good. Like, um, her mom is played by an actress by the name of Jane Brody. So realistic. Like, I've known people like this woman, and her performance is stunning. Jeff Hiller, can I just say, not only is he a steam sealer, he is, I mean, he is incredible. I would say there's a word that I should be using, but I am not... (laughs) smart enough at the moment it is late in the day and i cannot remember the name the word the name the word i should be using but he is like he is something like an awakening like you just watch him and he is just it's his performance with bridget everett the two of them together it's just so beautiful the premise is where it's set in modern day kansas and bridget everett has come home maybe about six months to a year before like the show starts and she had moved away but she came back because her one of her sisters she has two sisters one of her sisters i'm assuming got cancer um and so she moved home to take care of her well the show starts out the sister has passed away for some time now 
and so she Bridget is still in town, but she can't really find her place in the town. Like she clearly has lived um, elsewhere for most of her adult life, and she's trying to to fit back in. And there's a lot of family dynamics. She has a sister; they don't get along. She has a mother; they don't get along. Um, and so <laughs> she starts working at this place that grades, uh, I guess, like um, those essays you write to get into colleges. And so she like she grades them, literally grades them. And she there meets Jeff Hiller's character, and it turns out that they were in high school, um, I guess, marching band or concert band or something together. And Bridget was never really friends with with Jeff's character, um, but Jeff definitely knew her. And so they start becoming really great friends, and it's so sweet. Um, Murray Hill is also in this. Fantastic. Um, this show is so good. You will be so sad when it's over. There's only seven episodes. It has been renewed for season two, from what I understand, so that is fabulous. You will blow through these. Now, this is a show that it's going to bring cathartic tears. You're going to get kind of angry about some of the things. It is very impactful. Um, It's adult-themed, for sure. It is an HBO show, after all. Um, There is... Yeah, there's definitely there's some substance use issues and some other things. It is, it's such a real show, like it's real life, but it also is one of those things like, you know, why not laugh about it kind of, you know, and there's so much healing that happens throughout the show for some of the characters. This is such a great show. Please watch it. Somebody somewhere, HBO Max, you will not regret it. You will thank me for this recommendation. Do it. Now, I'm going to come back after one more music interlude and give you yet another show that you should be watching right now. Okay, be prepared. Okay, that was really cool. That is way too cool for this show. <laughs> it is This show is not cool enough to have that, that kind of music on here. So last but not least, I'm going to recommend another fabulous, fabulous show. And I can't get over how fabulous it is. It is another HBO show. So knocking it out of the park, HBO. It's The Gilded Age. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. The Gilded Age. This is Julian Fellows. Yes, the Julian Fellows who created Downton Abbey has created this fabulous show called The Gilded Age. And The Gilded Age is basically like a Downton Abbey American version. So it's set in New York City um, in the late 1800s. And so this is where you have a lot of nouveau riche um, a la like the... I guess you call them the robber barons, like the the oil magnets and the railroad people and the steel blah blah blops, like these people who have become super super rich super super fast. And New York's high society of old money sees these people as kind of degenerates, and they don't want them in their circles. But of course, you know the nouveau riche 
all, all they want to do is be ostentatious and in all of the rich circles. So it's this very interesting play between the old and the new and the new trying to be with the old and the old trying to stay in their own little cloistered circles. Um, the cast, fabulous. Christine Baranski. Yes, Christina Baranski. Um, Danae Benton. Uh, Louisa Jacobson, who is Meryl Streep's daughter. Yes, it's true. Cynthia Nixon from Sex and the City. She's fabulous in this. Um, Audra McDonald, always love her. Uh, Nathan Lane is fantastic. He plays this southern gentleman with this very, very thick southern accent. It's hilarious. Um, Jean Triplehorn, fabulous. Jean Triplehorn. Um, the cast goes on and on and on and on and on and on and on. Uh, the sets, oh my gosh, fabulous, opulent, wonderful costumes. The dresses, the dresses, the dresses, the dresses, the dresses. Oh my goodness, I cannot even with the dresses. They're so fabulous. Um, this is totally an upstairs dance, downstairs situation where you have the families and then you have their staff and then there's intrigue and drama and you name it, they have it. I really do like um, the fact that they have um, Danae Benton um, and her family and some other African-American characters. Um, this is just shortly after the Civil War has ended, and we are still facing a lot of racism. Uh, you know, about 20 years afterwards, <laughs> we're still facing a lot of racism today. So, I mean, it's not terribly surprising, but it is a really um, important thing to have in a show like this because I think period pieces especially up until just recently they are always glossing over <laughs> a lot of the the social problems uh, especially in America um, so I'm really glad that there is at least some reference to some of the issues um, there's this storyline about Clara Barton and the creation of the Red Cross um, there is it's this show oh my gosh so it only com it comes out like I think every Monday night, maybe at midnight or something, because I, I I've been watching it. This is how much I love the show. I've been getting up early on Tuesday morning at like six o'clock in the morning, and I watch almost all of it, if not all of it, before I have to get ready for work. This show is so good. It's if you like Downton Abbey, you know, kind of a period piece soap opery kind of thing. Um, this is your show. It is splendid. It is so wonderful it is just a delight and it makes me so mad that i have to wait every week but i'm glad because then i get to savor each episode and i really really look forward to it this is just a fantastic show and i so applaud hbo um, for investing in it in such a delightful show and i can't wait to see where it goes and I believe it's been um, renewed for the second season, and I certainly hope it has because there's there's a lot more that they can do with this. So if you love a good period piece, if you love um, intrigue drama, this is your show. So again, it's called The Gilded Age. <laughs> Forever I was writing G-U-I-L-D-E-D, -E but it's actually when I was texting friends, I was like, oh, you got to watch The Gilded Age. Was not gild like G U I. It's gilded like something is gilded with gold. It's G I L D E D, the gilded age. So put it on your queue. And if you don't have HBO, just do it. I mean, I just gave you three shows that are worth the price of HBO Max. So do it. <laughs>
Okay, that music totally reminds me of an awesome, 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 awesome um, cartoon on Disney Plus called Tron Uprising. This was a, a cartoon came out in the early 2000s based on the 1980s movie. Um, this is a cartoon. It is stunning. The animation is amazing. The plot line it's become kind of a cult classic. It was so good, and it got canceled after one season. And people kept thinking, oh, they'll bring it back. They never have, but it is on Disney+. Plus. So please check that out, Tron Uprising. So if you like sci-fi, if you like anime, if you like cartoons, if you like good shows, <laughs> put it on your queue. I think you'll really like it on Disney+. Plus. I'm supposed to be talking about um, a tasty treat sensation right now. Sorry for the tangents, but that was just a freebie. Just, just a freebie. It was like some candy... <laughs> it was candy marshmallows on the top. Gosh, candy marshmallows. Okay, but now on to the tasty treats. And so part of me wishes I never started drinking them because they are so good. I can't stop myself. I know I'm addicted, completely addicted to it. It's Coca-Cola with coffee. Yeah, so it comes in this cute little tall, thin can. So it makes you feel fancy when you're drinking it. And it has several different flavors. My favorite is the vanilla. Uh, so it's coffee with Coca-Cola. And then it has, there's vanilla, there's a caramel, there's a mocha, then there is a dark blend, which is just kind of like a darker uh, blend of coffee, and then they have zero sugar ones. Be careful, because one time as I was checking out, I realized that I had picked up accidentally the zero sugar ones, so I quickly um, corrected that. Um, so there are, the, you know, if you like zero sugar stuff, there you go, but if you don't, please beware. Um these are amazing. They are such a great treat. There's just enough caffeine. It, it doesn't make me jittery, but it gives me a little pep in my step. So sometimes I have them in the morning with like sugary treats like, um, or, oh, well, like donuts or whatever. Um, but sometimes as a snack, as a late night snack, not a late night snack because this is coffee. So as a, like a after work snack. So before dinner, after work, I will have them with honey roasted cashews. And let me tell you what, honey, no, honey, Honey roasted cashews. OMG. Elemental P. I bought this huge bag of them and I like ate them all within a day and a half. So, actually, I'm telling you these things probably more as a warning than as a tasty treat that you should get. But Coca Cola with um, coffee is amazing. And typically, I'm more of a Pepsi person. I'm just going to be honest with you. Um, but ever since I had COVID um, back in. A year and a half ago, like right after COVID. Well, it was the first Christmas after COVID. Um, the first the first Christmas after. Anyway, and long story short, um, my taste I, I lost I lost my sense of taste and smell when they came back. Pepsi and Coke tasted like green peppers. So some wire got crossed there, but and to this day it still kind of does. But the uh, this Coca Cola with coffee is it. It does not taste like green peppers. It tastes like deliciousness. So much deliciousness. Just try it. It's at the grocery. It's at a lot of um, uh, gas stations, but it's usually it moves around. Like sometimes you'll see it with the Coca Cola products, and then sometimes you'll see it with like the coffee drinks, and then sometimes you'll see it with the energy drinks. But it's not like excessively. It's not like one of those monster drinks. It's just coffee with coca-cola so and again for me i'm not super super sensitive to caffeine but i'm i'm getting i'm getting there um and if i have too much i get jittery but not with this it is so yummy so just putting it out there 
Anyway, gang, so that's been the show. Thank you so much um, for listening. I hope that you enjoyed it. I hope you watch all three of these incredible and four if you you count Tron Legacy, which I do. Um, You'll be thanking me, and I have so many other shows, so I will have to do another episode soon. I appreciate you. Take care of yourself. Take care of other people. Smile. Um, and yeah, so we're going to, we're going to make it through. Just hang in there. Okay. Um, I appreciate you and I'll see you next time. Bye. You are running this newspaper into the ground. Well, it's my newspaper. I can do what I want. Don't you want excellence in journalism? I'd rather sell papers. How can this even be? Do, 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 do.